I'd like to drink with. <laughs> this is your co-host Chloe. That oh was like so un- unexpected, but like very beautiful. This is your co-host Julia, and welcome back to another episode of Friends. I'd like to drink with. I just sounded like Alex <laughs> Cooper from um, Call, Her <laughs> Call Daddy. Your Daddy, and welcome yeah. back to another episode. <laughs> honey uh, like how many times does she have to say that oh it's like so God. cringy now she needs to like I know she loves it and I love it that she loves it but she needs to stop also yeah so we have a new episode thank you so much for interacting with our podcast we are so honored and grateful that we have some listeners and we also you know if you ever want to reach out to us <laughs> totally reach out we're very <laughs> weird people um, um be our friend yeah uh, we need friends. <laughs> this is this is just a podcast to make friends, meet new people. It's so hard to meet like yeah. good fun people in this world. I would love love to create a community of people, like like-minded people. We could go on a farm, everyone wear a nice sundress or you know, flip-flops, you know, whatever people want to wear, they wear that and we're just like farming. Recreate yeah. the um farm date that Matt James hosted last episode. <laughs> because you know what? Farming is like dating, as farmer Ty said. It is. You have to water it. It's patience. It's so much time. It's you deal with a, a lot of ass. shit. So much shit everywhere. The farm is smothered with shit so much okay but let's get into it we've we've had a long day chloe and i we're just two tired working girls but before we get into it i think we should uh, share some news that julia got into her dream school for grad school and i think everyone should congratulate her she worked so hard and we're so proud thank you and she's moving to london oh my god most hopefully most likely if all things go according but yes thank you chloe that's really sweet i'm excited it's a it's a good ticket out I'm literally going to like move to London once you're there I'm gonna visit you you once and then I feel like I'm just gonna like stay because (laughs) or at least like you know I always wanted to be bi-coastal but maybe like east coast UK yeah it's not that far you know it's farther like yeah just just one ocean you have to cross no big deal they're like friends you know I feel like the continents are you know like yeah it's not that bad you and I have a very, very, very large amount of money as a voucher in American Airlines due to a cancellation yes. of our flight to London that we were supposed to go Wait. to a couple months ago. Also, Julia, we remember we had all these plans. We were going to go to that Harry Potter place yes. and we we're going to run around like we were in Harry Potter. Yes. We never got to do that. And we need to relive our Harry Potter experiences. Yes. And if anyone is listening to this and likes Harry Potter, there's this the oh coolest gosh. pop-up bar that we found where you literally put on like cloaks, like the witching cloaks and all the drinks you quote unquote make yourself. So you're like creating a potion, like in a cauldron, but then they like give you your drinks. Like it's not actually, I think, I don't know. It's kind of confusing, but it's like super fucking cool. And we should say that Chloe and I's house, we're both in Slytherin. Yeah, we are Slytherins. Oh my gosh, that's so crazy because not that many people are Slytherins. My oh sister's my. a Slytherin. Um, she's a but Ravenclaw. She's, she's a Ravenclaw or a Gryffindor. Yeah, what is she? 
Yeah, she takes the quiz, I swear, to get uh, Slytherin because one time she Mm -hmm. got Gryffindor and she was like so embarrassed and then she kept taking the test until she got Slytherin again, but she's not a true Slytherin. No, she's definitely not a Slytherin. And the thing is, Julie and I are really nice people, but we're like nice Slytherins. Yeah. 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 We're we're cool. We're, We're ambitious. We're, we're passionate. I think that's, we're creative. Maybe Slytherins are the creative type. <laughs> they honestly are. And like Voldemort yeah. is super creative, like with the whole Croxes, like cutting yeah. his soul into like six different parts. Like Andy's seven. pretty hot. Oh, seven. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> He's I didn't so read the hot. Book. And like the dead mark on your forearm, it's like a tattoo. Like that's so creative, is, like yeah. of like the, the snake and everything. And dude, we yeah. should get it. Wow. And Malfoy, (laughs) so creative. Oh my god, dude, we could get the, uh, what's it called? The dead arm? What's it called? That tattoo? The, the dead mark the dead the, mark it, we should get the no, dead mark it's and then, not called that julia no okay, I don't whatever know, it's I called blanking? whatever um, it's called we should get it it's a death then, eater yeah uh, it's like mark. a death eater sign it's called what is it called the dark mark is it the dark mark the dark mark not the dead oh. mark well we should both get the dark mark <laughs> and then we could recreate the scene with snape and uh malfoy's mom where they do the forever promise thing <laughs> Literally, like, I grab your forearm and I just start, like, I stab it. I'm like, this promise is happening. Oh, oh my, my gosh, gosh yes. yes. Slide into our DMs and tell us your houses. Slytherins only. Mm-hmm. Just kidding. No, actually, we would love Pottermore. The quiz is great. We're not the biggest fans, obviously, of J.K. Rowling. But her quiz is pretty legit. I feel like that's the only quiz you can take to figure out which house you're in. Yeah, it's so good. Okay, on to Bachelor news. There's... You know, there's been a lot of stuff in Bachelor Nation. We're only going to go through, like, the important stuff. Another racist thing has come out about Rachel Kirkconnell. You know, we talk about, like, obviously we don't believe in cancel culture and, like, people need to explain their sides of the story, right? But, like, there's so much that has come out about her. And she kind of, I think at this point, needs to explain and talk about it because it is really bad. Julia, you should explain the plantation party because you explained it so well. The plantation party. (laughs) So there has been pictures that have resurfaced from 2018 where Rachel Kirkconnell attended um, what's called an Old South Ball. Um, and so this is put on by a fraternity and it celebrates Southern plantation life. And so this was thrown by the a fraternity Kappa Alpha, which has historically racist, um, like a historically racist past. And basically there's pictures of girls wearing these like um, pink antebellum dresses. And I guess like the guys dress up as plantation workers. And I heard that many chapters, they the guys will wear like Confederate uniforms and parade like Confederate flags um, across the campus. And I also read that this um, event was banned by the school so then the way the frat gets around is to have the event off campus. And so this event, again, is held by the frat, not the uh, sorority that Rachel was in, but it's invite only. So, you know, in Greek life, like to get invited to like an invite only party means that these are like your friends. These are the people yeah. you're like surround, this individual you surround yourself based. with. Yeah. Uh, so more personal. Yeah. <laughs> so way worse. that's. <laughs> What came out 
this past week and it's pretty bad. It's horrible, especially how they would ask a girl out with a Confederate flag. Something that like that. So I don't disgusting. know if they do that now. I know that it was like banned pretty recently, like 2012 or something like that. Um, but still like to go to like a plant, an old South ball plantation like thing. Oh, and the one that she attended wasn't hosted by the school. It's already been banned. So it was like a, a private mm-hmm. Yeah, which is like they're doing this in secret from the school. That's like really sketchy. And also this is just horrible. Like that should never, ever be a thing. And there's photos like there's proof. So yeah, it's pretty disgusting. And like, you're right. She needs to talk about this. Like, I know what's Mm. happening is she probably gets far. Well, I know she gets far. And you know, ABC is probably telling her, like, don't talk about it. Like, talk about it on like after the final rose or something. So I do think that's why she hasn't addressed it. And they're saving that for ratings because like ABC, that's all. They yeah, can. but it's just confusing because she has she now the most amount of followers out of all the contestants. She surpassed Abigail. Wow. Yeah. I don't know. These th- these audience members are so confusing with who they like. I'm just like, whoa. And okay. But I, no, I mean, I think she wins because she has. I think so she many does followers. too. And what's like sad is like I do like her um but now that I know this I mean obviously I feel yeah a cluttered mind like I don't like her yeah I mean it's just not this one thing like there's so many things that have come out like about her and like you know it literally started night one when that girl made the TikTok like oh my gosh this is funny because you literally bullied me for liking a black guy and then it comes out that like she's from like one of the most racist parts of Georgia and then it comes out that like both her parents are like major Trump supporters and then there's all these pictures of like cultural appropriation that of her and her family like there's this picture of like her wearing like Native American garments yeah and it's like I think people do need to remember like five years ago you know the world was very different like a lot of people wouldn't say certain things were cultural appropriation and it's good that people are noticing that now But then also there's like this picture of her in like a quote unquote Indian costume. And I think it's from 2020. Oh God, 2020. Yeah. 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 No. And I feel like people are just now becoming aware of everything. And once you become aware of this shit, don't keep on doing it. Like change. Yeah. It's just like she has such a big racist past. So it's a lot. So like imagine like the first black bachelor like ends up with like her. Her? Like what in the world? (laughs) What are the odds of? that happening and that's why it's so uncomfortable because yeah obviously like him being the bachelor this is like such a big thing in history and then he dates a girl who makes fun of someone for dating a black guy in high school you know what's going to be interesting because I definitely think she goes to hometowns it will be interesting analyzing her family's interactions with Matt wow I cannot wait for that and I want to see the truth honestly like I like this is like so fucked up I don't know like this is just it's a lot it's really 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 bad but let's get on to more of a positive note yeah what are you drinking tonight Julia (laughs) oh my god I am changing it up I'm having June shine local San Diego June shine kombucha hard kombucha it's the um midnight painkiller flavor and I love it because it has activated charcoal in it so it's like good for you you won't get a hangover you are drinking the charcoal kombucha 
Mm-hmm. I am so jealous. That's my favorite one whenever we go there. Also, June Shine is sold across across the US. I, I, I got it in, in New York and I'm so proud that it's, you know, a San Diegan and it's the best guys. I'm so jealous. When Julia told me, I was like, I should have went down the street and got some June Shine. But I am drinking um a cat covered red Zinfandel and it's it's good. It's good. It's very tart. It's exactly what I needed today. And I feel great. I'm like kind of chugging it. I'm not drinking it. Dude, you, you should just chug it. You deserve it. You've had a day. Chloe is fostering a new puppy mm-hmm. named Ty. And it's a lot to have a puppy Typhoon. though. It is. Um, he's actually a rescue from South Korea. And we picked him up from JFK five days ago. If anyone is interested, he's a Jindu mix. I think he has Corgi in him. He is the cutest dog ever. He looks like a miniature white husky. And he's so playful and so sweet. He was really, really quiet and shy the first day. But now he's just blossoming into this crazy dog that Greg and I were not prepared for. Uh, Yeah, co-parenting. It's really, really fun. Everyone. Nana's Haven promotion. Um, yeah, I think there are a lot of dogs that need home. So if anyone wants a little fluff, Julia has one herself and she knows how hard it is to potty train. It's been, Ugh. I'm like, yeah, life. I just don't give a shit about anything anymore. I'm like, fuck it. Life is yeah. life. Like, I'm just like, my room is falling apart. My life is falling apart. <laughs> all good. No, oh, no it's, it's just, all it's good, hard. dude. Yeah, I'm pretty sure like Marlo. So my dog Marlo's 10 months and we've had her since she was like, three months dude I'm pretty sure she peed on our top stair today but I didn't tell my dad because he like was already annoyed with her and I didn't want to push him over oh my god that is so funny Marlo is so cute Julia recently adopted her and she's an Aries and she's crazy but guess what this guy's a Leo that's why they're so crazy oh they should get together they well they did FaceTime and they were in love with each other yeah we'll post we'll post the picture of them FaceTiming (laughs) But let's get into this episode. So our drinking word is Chris Harrison because this guy shows up so many times in this episode. And you look to your right, you look to your left. There's Chris walking in. <laughs> he's like you sneaking in, that. sneaking in, yeah, like sneaking in from the corner. And he's just like, hee hee, hi, ladies. And they're like, like literally shit stunting. Their he's like yeah. trying to hit on them. He's and <laughs> with this really expensive suit that he's trying to show off because he's like, you know, <laughs> Chris Harrison isn't ugly, but he's just like, you know, looks don't do it. So I'm gonna spend a lot of money on my suits. <laughs> And like he gets like really nice shoes with an extra heel, so he looks like a little taller. Maybe one day people will believe that I'm a runway model. Oh, so this one's dedicated for you, Chris, Chris. Harrison. Pour a little out for our buddy Chris. And let's- dude, he needs a drink. He needs a he needs like ten tequila shots. I would love to see Chris drunk off of ten tequila shots. He needs like ten tequila shots in a foot. He's so massage. stiff. Well, talking about him, um, do we want to, do you want me to start off with how the episode goes? Yeah, let's get into it. So again, we see a clip starting out the episode that doesn't really make a lot of sense. And we see Heather, not masked, driving up to the security guard. Again, I'm going to say not masked. Like, (laughs) and fast forward and they're like, Chris is like, oh, Heather, you have to go quarantine. Heather, not masked. I just, like, cannot drop that. Okay, one thing. She is someone in, like, PB San Diego not wearing a mask on the beach. <laughs> like, walking around, like, drinking her little smoothie in her surf yes. outfit with her yes. surfboard not wearing a mask. 
100%. Okay. So funny. And then her rolling up in a white minivan. Are you a mom? Why yeah. else would you be driving a white minivan? Literally. She loves this minivan. She's in it so often. <laughs> Dude, she does love it. Like she probably picked it out from like the rental cars. They're like, oh, do you want like this like nice Audi, this like G-Wagon? She's like, no, I want this minivan because I want to show Matt that I'm ready to be a mother. And she, yes, exactly. And she's like wearing overalls and one, one strap is off yes. and she's wearing those rainbow flip-flops. Yeah, we know San Diego people and she lives in San Diego. She's and her not wearing a mask. She's like one of those beaches. I guarantee you she like never wears a mask. 100%. That was so bizarre. And so basically we just see that little shot and we get that beautiful voiceover of Chris Harrison. Heather Martin, what the beep is she doing here? What the fuck? Chris. Well, that was so funny. Like, so concerned. The intercom guy is like, Heather Martin is here to see you, Chris. <laughs> Heather Martin? <laughs> Who is she? Like, his acting was so bad. Dude, we will get into that acting scene. He That <laughs> acting scene later in the episode, he's, like, trying to get an Oscar. He's, like, really, like, going for it. Probably has like a private acting coach on set trying to get him in character. 100%. He he needs an acting coach. He needs to pull it together. Like, okay, okay, okay. So we see Uh, that little spot and then we get into the rose ceremony and the woman, it's all the women sitting together and they're all talking about like MJ and Jasenia on a two-on-one. And this was news to me. I didn't realize it was a two-on-one. I thought it was just like them talking. That was so weird. I know. Um, I I kind of knew it was a two-on-one, but I thought it was really interesting, like come before the rose ceremony and we could talk. But I knew that one of them had to go. This is a little early on and a little dramatic of The Bachelor to make this our first two-on-one because there was beef. But like, I mean, it was so stupid. MJ is literally that girl from high school. I just see it. She's like, so she acts like she's like this loving person but I mean maybe like the love is inside but this bitch looks stone cold but she has moments where she's like I'm not gonna be a weak bitch and she turns crazy so I'm like this bitch is definitely crazy okay get into it get into it tell us what happens on the two-on-one okay well what happens on the two-on-one well, one, they start talking about, you know, my actions speak louder than my words. I lead by example. And like the way that they're talking, it's like very repetitive. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I honestly didn't really note much because I thought it was like really stupid. MJ's energy is honestly like so strong. Like I need my black tourmaline crystal and she yeah. like to ward off her energy because she like is angry and like Jasenia is like so So calm she should be a therapist her energy like I need her calmness oh yeah Jasenia is the perfect person she is confident she's grounded she speaks out for herself and she's really strong and just the cutest sweetest person I've ever seen on screen she's just perfect she's so sweet and I think she handles it well and she's kind of like standing her ground like she's not like being mean but MJ is just attacking her and like totally throwing things onto her and it's just honestly not okay MJ is just bullying her the entire time but when Matt comes in do we want to add anything but he is so tired like he's so fed up that's why I feel like he did this 
well, the producers are probably explaining what a two two on one is to him. And he's like, well, will it stop the drama? <laughs> then I'll have it. Cause <laughs> like he wants someone to go home so they will stop fighting because he's tired. Like he's done with I this. Agree. And I honestly, it kind of looks too like he drank a little too much red wine before he came out. Like, I feel like he's like, fuck this shit. Like, I'm chugging wine from the bottle. So stressed out. Totally. He looks like, he looks different. Like, I wrote down in my notes, I was like, does he have a mustache now? Uh Like, is he trying, did you see that? It looked like he had a mustache and like, he was trying something out. Yeah. Yeah. And he was like, he was like drinking, I think. And he was just like, fuck this like I I can't two and one like two plus one equals three two minus one equals one I don't get it dude he wants a threesome he doesn't (laughs) he's like wait two on one does that mean like I get to hook up with two girls at one (laughs) poor guy I don't know he kind of lets out some sexual energy a lot though I kind of love it it's such like a Sagittarius thing to do yeah But yeah, so basically he tells them that, you know, he's dealing with this and he's trying to find his wife. So he pulls Jasenia aside first, which, yeah, she should be first. Mm -hmm. And, you know, basically she just tells him that MJ started the division and she's really calm. She's really articulate with her words about kind of what's going on. She did create the division. And MJ in this moment is like pacing back and forth. Like can't breathe. She's like talking to herself consistently, uh, acting so crazy. It's like she knows. It's like her unconscious brain. I don't know. There's some like crazy shit going on, but there is something that validates like in her brain what she does. That she's being like a bad bitch and blah blah blah. But really, she is really mean. But she like yeah. really feels a guilt about it when she was like on the ground. It's so of, weird. Like, yeah. Okay. She's like mumbling. She's like, she shouldn't have said my fucking name. Like, yeah. She's like victimizing <laughs> herself. And like, Jasenia's right. Like, she, Jasenia was like, I'm not wrong for being truthful and being honest. Oh, yeah. Like, I might have created this, but she's literally just saying what MJ has done. And then somehow in MJ's brain, she's able to like victimize herself and like Mm -hmm. make it seem like she's the one being attacked when she's done the most attacking to like multiple women. Yeah. And everyone agrees. Like no one fights Jasenia on it. Everyone is on board. And yeah, she also calls Jasenia a little bitch. <laughs> so mean. Like, do not say that about my girl. I know. And, and that part when she's like, I need to fluff my hair. And she was like, I was having a weak bitch moment, but now I'm back. I was scared. Yeah. She was like, I forgot who I was for a second. And yeah, like her, the bags under her eyes. She's like staring into the camera, just like, so like trying to be cool um, with her hair. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't like it. I had a weak bitch moment. Like you're obviously like you have a bully mentality and like, we don't stand for that. So then Matt pulls MJ aside and she starts talking about how big her heart is. Like, I don't see the heart. And I mean, I've never really seen this girl smile once in my life, unless if she's talking to Matt. But then she goes on about how she only preaches harmony and peace again and, you know, would never bring another girl down. Um, and then Matt kind of talks about their connection that they have. And he's like, you know, I was thrown off when people said that like he he just didn't he didn't believe it at first like he was like so surprised that someone would say that about her 
Yeah, I mean, I feel like I was confused because she was like very convincing talking to him and she was like crying and like, I don't know, is she like just a good actress or like, do you think she's just like this unaware of reality? Like she's psycho. She's like psycho. Because like she was super convincing and like watching this, I was like... Oh my god, can you hear my dog barking? This is oh the god. fucking devil. Dog parents. Oh, I actually just heard Typhoon whine a little bit. So Aww. I think they're insane. They do love each other. I feel like he heard Marlo and he whined. He's I'll so send her to New York because she's driving me fucking insane right now. I'll send you Typhoon. <laughs> <laughs> I'm seriously down. But anyways, okay. So um, yeah, I don't know. Like I honestly thought maybe he would keep MJ because like she was super convincing and she was kind of convincing me I was like wait is she a good person yeah I don't know I don't like her I knew that Jacenia was gonna stay I just had faith in this little good angel and I just I I don't know I don't think that MJ and Matt's relationship was developed enough to keep her over that like she's kind of just like he could just get rid of her he is so So true Okay, so then after MJ and Jasenia each talk to Matt separately, the two of them get into the room together again. And, you know, basically MJ is telling Jasenia that she needs to do less, which is funny because it's like, okay, MJ, you've been doing more than Jasenia this entire, like, season, but whatever. And then Jasenia calls MJ Meredith. Who's Meredith? Is that her name? Um, yeah, I guess that's, you know, MJ is probably an abbreviation for Maribus. Jane. Jane. (laughs) (laughs) Interesting. Um, but yeah, I thought it was like really interesting, like the weak bitches thing. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. And then MJ's like, you need to check yourself. Like, do you watch the show Below Deck? No. Oh my God. There is this one epic scene of Below Deck with Kate Chastain and this girl, I think her name's Laura. And Laura is talking to Kate, who's the chief stew. And Laura's like from Canada. And she's like, you need to check yourself. Sorry. Like, you know how Canadians have this weird, like, sorry. And then she's like, yeah, check yeah. yourself. Oh my God. And it was such like a below deck moment. I loved it. I love Canadians. Yeah, I love Canada. I went to, um, where did I go? I think Quebec um, a year ago. Yeah. Wow, that next week like it'd be a year ago. I know. And it was really beautiful and it was snowing and there was really cute French men and, you know, it was very like sporadic trip and it was great, but let's get into it. So, um, they're talking and then Matt comes in and he's saying like, he's formed a relationship with both of the women, but he can't continue a journey, um, with both of them here. And he's very conflicted, basically says he can't give MJ the rose. He grabs the, he like looks at the rose, right? And then he like turns to MJ's like, can't do this anymore. He walks her out. Yeah. And she like tears up and um, they didn't even say goodbye. I thought it was so weird. They like cut automatically to her in the limo and her talking and still stone cold, like barely talking, like a few sentences and then a break and then a few sentences of her like kind of scolding, but kind of like rolling her eyes because she's like so so upset she's like she sabotaged me like I hope she figures it out like so monotoned so weird no emotions yeah Um, dude she was giving me major you know who vibes 
Yes. I wrote her name. I was like, yeah, this is her. If she was in the bachelor, like she Mm -hmm. would be exactly that person because she's a bitch, but she doesn't think she's a bitch and she gets away with it. You know what? Someone needs to call you out. And this girl got called out and I'm so happy she did. Good job, Jasenia. Angel club forever. Feelers come together and hug and (laughs) make the world a better place and get rid of the negative evil people out there. Like seriously, everyone though, like why be mean to someone? Like just yeah, stick to yourself, okay? Stick yeah. to yourself. And I was listening to Chatty Broads um last week and they were saying that they were getting a lot of DMs about MJ from people like who knew her and they basically said like, yeah, this is like how she's like. So I don't wow. think it's like an edit. And again, she ran away from Sarah when Sarah needed her help. So and they were oh, like friends. Yeah. Yeah, she sucks. Um, but yeah, so do we want to? So yeah, she goes home, blah, blah, blah. Thank God, no more MJ. I'm uh-huh. kind of tired of her. So we go to the rose ceremony, right? And all of these girls are just so upset. Like they really, really, really want to spend time with Matt. Everyone's talking about time with Matt. Um, that's all they're talking about. Brittany is talking about how she needs more time, stuff like that. Serena C, even, right? Serena C, she, yeah, you know, Serena's like, I just want Matt's fine ass to come in the room and they're like, yes, you come. They're happy that Jasenia, you know, like came back. I, like Katie was definitely happy that MJ left and stuff like that. And then Chris Harrison trots into the room and the women are oh, literally going to shit their fucking pants. Dude, he has such a fine ass. Chris Harrison? <laughs> kidding. <laughs> <laughs> that was my acting Chris Harrison. <laughs> Dude, that Get was good. That was seriously awesome. Chris Harrison, you guys better be drinking. Dude, <laughs> Julia, you're Chris, like flushed. You're like, I, I was like, <laughs> I was like hot. Your mind starts like, we you know what? I actually feel like with Chris, Chloe thinks he's hot. Dude, so how do I think about him? <laughs> no, I literally was like, how my brain worked is like a linkage of like Chris Harrison, Chris Harrison's butt, Chris Harrison's book, like. <laughs> <laughs> mine like goes like a, like oh never mind I don't even want to talk about my, my fantasy with Chris Harrison because it's just too dirty but, um, <laughs> so Chris comes in that. I'm kidding I would never ever or would I, I don't yes know, I you would know. I would um, you would have to do it for the story come on uh, I totally would 100% yeah I would do it like after he bought me stuff <laughs> <laughs> and take me to like a really nice dinner and a vacation I would be down, but like a yeah. one night vacation because I don't want to spend more than one night without Chris. Oh, I mean, with Chris, but somewhere That'd else. That'd be so boring. Like, okay, what do you think Chris Harrison like orders like for dinner? Like definitely mashed potatoes <laughs> or like rice gravy, <laughs> chicken pecana and rice pilaf. <laughs> he's like I'm being so healthy right now like that he's proud I was gonna be like also like French toast <laughs> and like waffles like he has a waffle maker for sure <laughs> with like strawberries on top and whipped cream and he's like oh my god this is so delightful whipped cream he's like running out the door he's eating this like gourmet waffle with like <laughs> like layered up with whipped cream and strawberries and, like chocolate chips he's like stuffing it in his mouth like cutting it with a knife he's like I need to go <laughs> okay so dude I'm like dead Chris Harrison um would just be yeah I don't know what kind of traveler he would be but he would be quite the eater 
(laughs) But yeah, so he tells all of the girls that, you know, there's not going to be a cocktail party and that's all they've been looking forward to. And that Matt knows what he wants to do. So there's no reason to do that. And like, I get it. Like, you know how you feel about people? Like, why force something when there's not there? Like, what's the excess chatter? You know, I get it. He doesn't need it. He's tired. He's so tired. And honestly, I do now I am feeling kind of bad for the woman because the producers are fucking with them so hard. Mm -hmm. Like these women are getting like no time. So many extra girls are coming in. They're tired. And like, oh, I do feel bad for them. But did you notice like Chris Harrison's hair? Did it look like he dyed it like a chocolate brown? I was just going to say it went a little darker. He's trying to look chicer in his suit. Yeah, he's, he's trying, trying to, to look, look like a model. younger, like to impress Matt. 100%. Um, but yeah, so all of the girls are crying. They're extremely upset. Ryan is crying. She looks like a sad puppy. I do yeah, feel really, really upset. Really but this is when Serena C. <gasps> calls out. Katie. Yeah, she's basically like, all of this could have been avoided if the words bullying and toxicity weren't brought up. And there's like blaming it on Katie, but it's like, okay, Serena, so should you just ignore, like, the bullying and toxicity? Well, she's obviously one of the bullies, so I I thought it, I was a little upset. I kind of wish she left, too, with MJ, and then it would Mm -hmm. just be absolute angels together. No, they're not, (laughs) they're not angels, but I do want the drama to stop, because Serena, see, like, she just didn't need to say anything, like, she's just being annoying, and I also feel like maybe the producers were in her head as well, but mm-hmm. yeah, so, you know, it's really, yeah, so it's, it's really annoying. Um, Obviously, Serena's being a bitch. She thinks Katie's a part of it and starting all of these. Yeah, we, she talks about it later. But yeah, so I, I think honestly, like what Katie said, Serena is just insecure about getting a rose. And that's why she just lashed out. Oh, for sure. Her anger is like being like placed in the wrong person. But like, don't come after a queen like that, Serena. Like, Poor Katie, like, we'll get into it. But, okay, so all the women are just breaking. Should we just get into the rose ceremony? Yeah, let's just, I don't think there's anything else. Nothing really happens. Basically, Ryan goes home, Maggie, who I love. And, like, when Maggie... Maggie, Oh, so confident. That's excellent. So much love to give. Like, I know my... I love her. I know my person's out there. Like, she's so, like... She's just like, you know what? Life is short. Like, Matt, you don't want me. That's fine. I'm just going to go find someone else because I, like, know who I am. I love being present in life where no one else – like, she is a flower and and a dried-out garden, you know? I feel like also (laughs) she, like, knows she's, like, too good for him and she probably knew, like, he Mm -hmm. wasn't her person. And so she's like, oh, my time's up. Okay, bye, bitch. Like, I'm going to go see someone else Like, relieved relieved yeah like I'm gonna go hang out with like a doctor not you (laughs) like you fucking idiot I'm sorry he's just so stupid to me yeah (laughs) (laughs) I thought it was mean I love him like he's so hot but like there's so many times like now that we've seen him I've seen him as like a frat boy I can't unsee that now I can't unsee it. And also, I don't know if it's the way that we're seeing it, but I don't see it. Not like I don't see a personality because he has a lot of qualities and like characteristics, but I don't know. I feel like we haven't seen like the real him. I don't know. I want to see like the silly goofy side. And I feel like I haven't, he doesn't have that side. I feel like honestly (laughs) he does, but we don't know anything about him because there's been so much drama that he honestly hasn't been getting the chance to show himself. 
And I think he will. I think I think baby by the bottom four, he will be shining just as bright as Peter was during that time. Like Aww. I don't know. Like Peter. Oh, did you see that E News um posted something saying that Peter and Kelly are now working on their relationship? What? I thought he was single. That's what they posted a couple of days ago. But honestly, I could see but he's like, living in New York. Yeah, but I could see like one of their PR people just like dropping it for them to like get clout or something. I feel like it's honestly not true, but I don't know. Okay. So ahead. don't 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 tear up yet. Okay, I but Ryan <laughs> Ryan, Maggie, and Brittany go home. And that's that. Adios, amigas. Yeah, I didn't even see Brittany go home. I was wondering where she went. Yeah, like, I felt bad because she had such a bad experience and then got home, like got sent home so quickly. Dude, she's gonna be great on Bachelor in Paradise. They better yeah. fucking bring her. She deserves it, and she is like really hot and fun. And I think she would have a good time on, yeah. you know, yeah, drinking those pina coladas. But yeah, so you know, rose ceremony is over. Drama fire is out. Uh, we go back to the chateau. And there are now 11 girls left. And, you know, we get a little knock on the door. Well, it's Chris Harrison. And he trots back in and he talks to the woman and he's like, hey, ladies, I know last night was a lot. And, you know, in a couple weeks, ladies, hometowns are coming up. But ladies, I know it was hard. (laughs) This is just how I see him saying in my head. The ladies. No, I love it. I know it was hard that Matt canceled the cocktail party. But ladies, it's because he's so confident in his relationships with all of you ladies now. And then he drops off that one-on-one date card. Just dropping these little fires. He's the arsonist. He's the 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 little fire. He is the fireplacer. Yeah, um, he's so (laughs) such a little actor over here performing on his TV show. Uh, putting on a little show but yeah so we open up the card and we get we see that Piper gets the one-on-one which I think we were kind of expecting the card says tonight will be worth the wait so he obviously really likes her I when I think about her I think about the date that he had that they had on the farm the group date and he couldn't stop kissing her so that was super adorable um but yeah so then we get back to like stupid shit where oh well I thought it was really cute that Piper was like my palms are sweaty (laughs) <laughs> and I was like oh my god that's cute but I could totally see her being like the team of a volleyball team yes like the yeah the leader of the volleyball team yeah a hundred percent I could totally see that um but yeah then we get into the drama Serena is basically saying Katie's calculated and annoying and she's frustrated because Katie is outspoken which is weird and then she knocks on Katie's door and they talk and she explains that she's frustrated that time has been taking been taken away from her and she thinks that it's Katie's fault and then she's like you're not here for Matt yeah just making up this stuff she also calls Katie annoying and calculated which is really rude um but yeah Serena and then she goes on to calling her an arsonist for lighting all these fires and then they start screaming and you know Katie was like I'm not gonna let mean girls just be mean girls like I'm gonna say something like she didn't give any names so it's not like she put like someone specifically under the bus but then you know so dramatic the bachelor we cut to the girls being downstairs like the group of girls on like a couch painting their nails (laughs) it's like like a sleepover I don't know what they're 
doing but it was definitely like in the script of the bachelor and they're all just you know it's napping on the couch and just you know cuddled cuddled up in their blanket um but yeah no I thought it was really weird but yeah so they could hear them screaming yeah I don't know I I didn't really write more about the fight because I just thought it was like so stupid (laughs) it was so stupid it was just like Serena if you're gonna come after Katie be like a good fucking fighter like don't you were just like not a good fighter like have something better to say and I just like feel bad for Katie because I feel like she doesn't have a lot of like close friends in this group because I feel like she's like a lot more mature than them like emotionally yeah she's so like I feel like her and Michelle are the only like emotionally mature women there yeah like really high high like maturity and so definitely she doesn't have a lot of allies oh definitely um I think Brie might be up there too like them three I feel like really know yeah Brie's chill I just don't know if they're like close but I just feel like Michelle's kind of on her own you know what I mean because then Serena like leave because Katie leaves the room and then Serena goes back to the other woman and she's like saying that Katie basically stormed off because she couldn't handle what Serena was saying which is not true and then she has the audacity to talk shit on Katie's sex positivity I thought that was so fun and doing (sighs) shock and awe performance it was like Like, yeah sex positivity go fuck yourself Serena that's really rude because women really don't feel empowered to express that side of themselves and for her to shame that shame on you you know what I mean like that is just not okay so Serena shut the fuck up she's literally bringing women down like in this moment like she is and no one's shaming and then poor Katie has to like overhear her talking shit about her and that's like so awkward but I kind of like what Katie does she like walked in and like just sat down on the couch and I was like yeah you know stop whispering like you bitch like yeah I'm gonna bring my fucking vibrator and yes I use this yeah those girls are yeah no Serena's extremely annoying but yeah so I don't know Katie is like I don't know why you're telling people that I'm not here for Matt like I never said that that's literally so bizarre like and Serena's like yeah like I'm just telling everyone that you said that you're not here for Matt and Katie's like oh yeah like are you talking about and that's basically it but like Okay, now after last episode, how you told me that Kit is 21, I'm seeing how young she is now. Like in this scene, in this episode, she looked so young to me. She looked like 17. Was she not wearing makeup? Yeah, but she just like has like young behavior, like young energy now. Like she's super like. Wait, young, anxious energy. (laughs) Like, do you know? Yeah. Like the way. Yeah. It's like too self-aware where it's like. Yeah. Yeah. Like she's like nervous. I like her now. Like I don't mind her. She's whatever. But she looks super young. Yeah, you I wish like she her. wasn't. I wish she wasn't twenty one though. No, I don't like her. I mean, I think that's weird. I think she's way too young, and I don't think anyone who's twenty one is mature. No matter what you say, yeah. I just I'm never ever going to believe you. But yeah, yeah. so then uh, we see the lovely other Martin. Oh my god, Chris Harrison at the intercom, uh, and or no, Chris arrives to that little that little area with mm-hmm. a mask on, right? Was, was he wearing yeah, a mask? Yeah, I think. And she wasn't? <laughs> I don't know if he was wearing a mask. I mean, they were distanced, but they, there was, like, yeah. camera met people and, like, the security guard. And he, he's, like, acting. He's like, Heather, I didn't see this one coming. And then poor Heather, you know, comes to Nemecolon and is ready to start this journey because obviously she's been talking to producers 
And Chris goes, well, I can't tell you it's a yes. You should go back to your hotel room and wait. Go back to your motel. He doesn't <laughs> say hotel. I was like, why are you saying that she's staying at a motel? Did and he, he say motel? Heather. He said motel. And he's like, Heather, not yet, but <laughs> you need to quarantine. Like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like, hold your horses, lady. Um, You can't just come onto the show today. Isn't it funny that he says, like, Heather, you need to quarantine. But, like, the time between when Heather showed up and when she, when it was a rose ceremony when she came in was, like, two days. Two days. Two days. And then when she goes back into her minivan, Chris is like, that was so bizarre. Like, Heather, like, I've never seen, you know, just when you think you've seen it all. You just haven't seen it all until Heather Martin tries to come on to the season. Dude, Chris was overacting. It's like, you know, when you're like telling a lie and then you like go too far into the lie. Like, that's what he was doing. Like, I will personally start a GoFundMe to raise money for Chris Harrison to get an acting coach. I will donate $10. I will write you a check right now for $10. Actually, no. You know what? I'll chase quick pay you. So, $10 so easy. $10 right in your bank. But yeah, so then um, do we want to just get on to the one-on-one night with yeah. Piper? Okay, can so, we talk about first, before you talk about it, are yeah. we just like cutting the day portions of the the dates now? Like it hers just starts at night. Like, do you think he's honestly like so tired that he's like, you got to cut it in half? He needs to be doing his yoga classes on Peloton during the day. Mm-hmm. And then that's when he, he needs to get his workout in. He needs to eat a full like spaced out meals and then he's ready to hang out yeah but then he picks up piper in this like white g-wagon really nice car matt that's not your car does he feel yeah i feel like it's just really interesting you know oh i guess new york city doesn't drive a car but um yeah i mean they have all these rented cars but he's wearing a new red turtleneck and it's like a christmas sweater and like i have this sweater for my dog marlo like to a t him and marlo are matching can they just be matching? He also looks like a superhero on The Incredibles. You know what I'm talking mm-hmm. about? In that, in that red. Frozone. Turtle. Where yeah. is my super suit? <laughs> is that what he says? <laughs> what? Yeah, he's so expressed. Like, he uses his expressions a lot to the max. Also, feeling this wine, everybody better be drinking when we're saying Chris, Chris Harrison, Chris Harrison, Chris Harrison. Yeah, catch up, guys. So yeah, so um, what was I going to say? So yeah, he picks up Piper and, you know, it's a carnival. They get to turn on the lights. They're like running around like children, eating cotton candy, riding the rides. Do you have anything specific you want to say about this amusing time together? I mean, Matt loves fairs. You know, I've never heard him talk about something so passionately. He's like, it's just me, Piper, and this enchanted fair. It's like, what the fuck? It's and then, like, fair. okay, all those stuffed animals, like, in the fair were, like, creepy as fuck. Like, they were not normal stuffed animals. They were, like, I don't know, like, weird ones. And then, uh, I don't know, when he was looking at the stuffed animals, his eyes were, like, kind of tweaking out. I was, like, did Matt take some MDMA, like – this guy like it's just here for a good time it's literally like he was trying to recreate remember the season finale in euphoria when like like maddie's on drugs at the fair like that was matt like his eyes were huge like his pupils were huge and like dude i totally see that it was just too much stimulation coming from the stuffed animals the pikachu was just too much for him too Um, much 
but yeah, I mean, I thought it's cute. They're eating cotton candy. Like, do you want a cavity? Yeah, that was dentist tomorrow. Yeah, they're cute. So oh, it, it was back- it was so cute. Yeah. So then it goes back to the woman, and then it's the group date: Brie, Kit, Rachel, Michelle, Jasenia, Serena P, Abigail, Chelsea, Serena C. So Katie gets the one-on-one. Katie gets the one-on-one, and Serena C is very jealous. Mm-hmm. And knows that she's going on the group date. So she's like, you know, I got to focus on what's right in front of me. And that's the group date tomorrow in front of Katie. Like, it's like, okay, you get to see him first. And now these girls are finally cluing in that, you know, you can spend time with him on group dates. It's not just all about one-on-ones. So yeah, be grateful. Count your blessings. <laughs> yeah, count your blessings. And then, well, we cut to Heather vlogging in her hotel room with the pizza, right? Is that the pizza one? Or is she just, like, running around in the studio? I think she's just, like, running around and she, like, talks about how Chris Harrison said she has to quarantine again. And it's like, bitch, you've probably been quarantining for a while now. I took one COVID test and that tested negative. Okay, like, yeah, that was, like, weird. I don't know, like, ugh, I'll get into her later. <laughs> Did you just spill? <laughs> Mm-hmm. I'm so drunk off this wine right now, guys. Like, I don't drink that much anymore. So when I do, it's like a very, I feel it sometimes. Well, wine. Hard alcohol, no. I, I Like, a few days ago, I had like seven drinks and I didn't feel anything. Damn. But with a one glass of wine, not seven. I don't know. I'm saturated. <laughs> but like, I had a lot. I had no, a lot sometimes I like feel. one glass of wine is just like makes you tipsy it's like my body needs it so it's rewarding me with a drunk feeling it's like chloe you deserve this feeling (laughs) because you've been working so hard so yes feel tipsy yes chloe drink this wine this is what we wanted you to have exactly and wine is you know dripping right now on my pants and i you know i I don't really care um because i am feeling talking about piper okay so she looks beautiful Um, that's Mm -hmm. like the, the day quotation part of the, it's the beginning. It's part one, part one of the date. Yes. Um, Part one. And then we get into part two when they have their dinner. Okay. What is Matt wearing? Did you notice what he was wearing tonight in this, the one-on-one he's wearing a purple button down shirt with a red tie and a white checkered scarf and then like a checkered blazer. I honestly didn't notice. I was mesmerized by Piper's outfit. I really yeah, she's beautiful. Outfit. Yeah, she really is. I really like her positivity. I feel like she's just like such a cool, such a cool laid back person. She's an Aquarius. What's her zodiac sign? She's, she's a Leo. Oh, interesting. I, I get Leo energy from her. I like I her a Leo. lot more after this date because I feel like we get to know her. But I also get really young vibes from her. Do you know how old she is? Oh, yeah. I think I feel like she's like 22. Like, I'm not. She's lying. super young, I feel like. Yeah, she's she's really young. Um, But yeah, I mean, they have like really deep conversations during the state. She kind of talks about how feelings are considered a weakness to her and how that's been ingrained in her since childhood and how her family doesn't communicate through love, but rather they communicate in actions. Um, And she I now has realized through this process that she likes validations of words. And, you know, she's like, you know, sometimes I just wish my mom would call me and be like, I'm proud of you. Because, yeah, words of affirmation do mean a lot to some people. And maybe that's a little bit higher up on our list. But, yeah, she really wants to start feeling and Matt wants to start start feeling with her and working together and evolving yeah I mean that was sad when she was talking about like her family because I know like some like sometimes with family it's like hard to like express things and stuff like that if you never grew up in like an expressive family and yeah 
it honestly like broke my heart because I felt like she was being super honest and real like yeah. she's crying and like very uh, genuine yeah it was super genuine and um she did say she was falling for him I think and he did oh, not yeah. say it back he did not he he's only said it back to Rachel yeah and he just again looked super tired like it kind of looked like he just had this like smile like plastered on his face and he mm-hmm. was like it's nothing against Piper, but, like, he was just trying to get through the night. Mm-hmm. He's really tired. And then we get to we get to Temecula. Okay, what the fuck was that? Temecula? Temecula Sorry, Road? What, what is it called? Temecula Road? I was looking at my notes and it disappeared because I'm, I think I'm drunk. Um, <laughs> when, yeah, Temecula Road. So we grew up in San Diego and Temecula is very close by. So they're deaf from Temecula. The way that they look, they look like they're from California. They they look yeah. like they're from Temecula, like performing at some of the wineries. Like oh yeah, I feel like we've made we've maybe seen them while we're wine They look a little familiar, like that they one time, you know. Yeah, I swear I saw that one. <laughs> Wait, that one time when your mom and my mom we went and there was like live music. It was probably Temecula Road playing at the winery. Oh my god, it was, and my mom like took your sunglasses and put them on. We were like dancing. <laughs> What were they covering? 80s songs? Like it was like a dance party. It was so fun. Aww. We were so drunk. Oh, yeah, I wish we could go back to that. Uh, and I, yeah, what I would pay to go back to that. But yeah, so they're dancing and they're kissing. And Matt talks about how he just loves listening to the music and kissing her. Matt's so uncomfortable that this, this music is playing like he. He doesn't want to deal with this. This is like weird to him. But Piper <laughs> is like excited because she's she gets excited about everything. She's so cute. So yeah, she's smiling and she's ready to dance and kiss him. She looked into it like I I don't know. Like I just saw something like kind of like something like I saw in myself when like I don't know like I really like someone like I saw her really like um enjoying the moment and like really not like wow. but like savoring the small things and like oh, I yeah. saw her like doing that and so I do think she really does like him I totally I totally see that like soaking in the present because every yeah. moment is so beautiful yeah she's she's super cool and she's super she's grounded gorgeous. but yeah so we cut back to the girls, right? And they're just, oh, well, she gets the rose. Yeah, oh, she bowl- got the rose. Yeah. I mean, whatever. And then it's group date, bowling. Yeah. Matt's in a baby blue bowling shirt. I'm down for anything other than a turtleneck. <laughs> anything. There isn't anything in his closet. But yeah, so they're like super excited to go bowl. I think Matt probably does this all the time. He's like, oh, on a rainy day, it's so nice to go bowling. <laughs> like, he, he does. He loves he to loves bowl, it. but dude, all the food and the beer that dude, they had. What I would pay to be in there right now eating all of that food. That sounds so amazing. Pizza, chicken wings, nachos. Dude, did you bowling. see the nachos though? They looked like the nachos from when we got the nachos in Vegas at that really weird place off the strip. Oh my God, that was so weird. I swear we were in a strip club and we ordered nachos. <laughs> like there was a basement and there was stuff going down no, there. No, was there like, was like weird shit going on. Like, we literally went off the strip to party and it was so weird I, I can't bl- I can't believe that we ate those nachos and your mom like kept eating them too and I was like very I guess they're kind of addicting but they're so gross because like Ew, your they're watery yeah but shout out to Krista you loved the nachos too we did eat them Julia we we ate them completely that's pretty intense <laughs> um they were watery 
there is water on the bottom of the plate and we ate them and Krista you did too (laughs) (laughs) we all are a part of this but yeah so you know they're on this group date they're having fun Abigail is really you know really wanted the the one-on-one date and I think it was well deserved I think she she deserved it she's kind of nervous about you know, not getting time with him because this is kind of, I mean, getting the first impression rose and then not really being able to spend time with him for like six weeks. That's annoying. But Chris Harrison stalks him on this bowling date and he comes in and he's, he gets annoying. You know, he, he's starting these fires saying that it's now a competition. We <laughs> bowl for fun. Like, yeah, the winning team gets an amazing cocktail party with Matt while the losing team has to have a long walk in the rain back to the chateau. He's evil. Chris is like this little devil, I swear. But we gotta gotta love him sometimes. And he brings the drama for sure. (laughs) Yeah, no, he does. And so the pink team versus the blue team. Okay, did you notice, like, what is up with these names? Like, the pink petals? Like, come on. Like, no. That was so, so weird. You know, whatever. They're battling whatever, bowling. And poor Abigail <laughs> lost it for her team. And the pink team, right? The pink team won? The, yep. And then they start popping bottles of champagne in front of the blue team. <laughs> and they're like, we don't get any. That's so fucked up. Dude, it was kind of sad. Like, I just felt really bad for bad. Abigail. Like, I don't want Abigail to be, like, beaten down from this process but it's kind of like looking like she is she really is and you know music comes in it just becomes really sad (laughs) abigail you know thinks she's gonna leave like i don't know i feel like she's considering it she's really upset but so yeah we get back to the house katie's nervous and she kind of talked about like the nerve she's gonna have but she's she's like i'm gonna come back and i'm gonna feel like a new woman and piper's like i felt like a new woman when i came back And then the losing team comes in. They're, like, super sad. Like, they need to calm down. I don't know. These girls, it's just, like, I don't know. They need to take a chill pill. But, yeah, so the losing team, it's Chelsea, Serena, Michelle, and Jasenia, right? I think there's one more. Rachel? Sorry. Yeah, Rachel. No, that's the team that won. Chelsea won. (laughs) (laughs) Michelle, Jasenia. Yeah, they won. But Rachel lost. It's okay. Rachel lost. I mean, it's nothing like yeah. exciting. So then they go back to Rachel the group and, and they're like, the women who won are just like, oh, we're so excited because, you know, there's not that many women. It's like four of them. And they're like, oh, we get more time. Then it goes back to the house. And our sweet Abigail is just like crying. And she's just like, I don't know how I can take it seriously when I get no time. And then guess who trots in from the corner? Our beloved. Come on. Chris Harrison drink because we're drinking comes looping in and he brings a customized date card that presents the girls who are invited back to the date. So all of that for nothing, Chris, you just lit another fire and now you're <laughs> putting water out. You are extremely annoying for causing all of this distraught amongst all of the girls. They're just, you're driving them crazy. This is like, how crazy can you get during this process? But yeah, so then the girls actually come back and they change. And and then it goes back to the group date and it's Michelle and Matt. And I'm not trying to get on Matt, but like he's wearing this like colorful button down t-shirt with like this red fuzzy sweater 
And it honestly just looks terrible. But he's with Michelle and he loves her. And I love them together. They're super cute. They're like a dream. They're super cute. But then they come back in and then all the, yeah, all the women come back in. And now there's so many of them again. And Chelsea's kind of like losing it. Like she's like, it's been a difficult couple of weeks. And yeah, and then uh, Chelsea and Matt talk and she basically tells him like her frustrations, but he tells her like, just keep holding on like, um he sees her i also love her yellow dress i think it's like super fabulous she's the fucking best i have such a girl crush on her i just want to be friends with her like she's so cool she's so cool and yeah she's very pretty also wait did you mention that serena claims that she is in love with matt oh yeah serena p she tells she tells him that she's falling in love with him like she is weird but it's like in such like a funny like cute way but she's like weird she's like really charming she's super sweet though like she's so funny she's so cute yeah I, i can't believe she's 22 that makes me sad but you know what maybe she's just really mature for her age she seems um, very mature. Well, you know, Matt goes, Serena P. I always enjoy our conversations and the values we share. Chelsea, I appreciate your ability to open up. Michelle, I appreciate <laughs> how at ease you make me feel when you're around me. Michelle, <laughs> will you accept my rose? Like, oh, now he's starting on with the two girls and then he talks to the last one. So, I know. you know, at least Chelsea and Serena P are the runner up. Like, Michelle yeah. won. He's changing yeah. his system, like how he's doing these group dates. But, okay, this is what I think honestly happens. Like I said before, I think Rachel does win, but I do think mm-hmm. like Michelle is the second. And I do think he should end up with Michelle, but he's going to choose Rachel because he wants to fuck her. Yeah, definitely. And Rachel probably didn't fuck him in the fantasy suite Mm-mm. for that reason. But Michelle, like him and Michelle have such like an actual strong connection. Yeah, I swear their past life they were married. Yeah, I agree. I, I feel yeah. it. I love Michelle. I think mean, she's perfect. Yeah, she's such a strong woman and like she is who she is and I it's inspiring. 100%. But yeah, so do we want to go on to Tyler C segment? The hot segment. Just kidding. I don't think he's that hot. I think he's hot, but I'm not like, I think Peter's hotter, to be honest. I do not think he's cute at (laughs) all. Like, he is not my type. Like, he like grosses me out. I swear. I think it's so weird. Like, I think like most of the people I'm around besides you, Julia, think that guys with six-pack and muscles are like the hottest but you and I I don't think that's the most important thing but Tyler has that so anytime I show a picture of Tyler to people because I feel like I just talk about The Bachelor all the time everyone's like oh yeah his body is like beautiful and I'd like to touch it but I couldn't (laughs) be my boyfriend I don't know (laughs) dude I like a dad bod like I do like a little chop because it's just like more fun to like cuddle with like I do not want a six-pack I don't even think I've been with anyone oh. with like a six pack. Like I have, it's weird. I like like the tall, just skinny, like I don't know, doesn't work out vibe. Like does yoga. Mm, super skinny. Like I don't want to be I like I want to be the small one. <laughs> I want to be the small one too. <laughs> <laughs> like, have you ever been like laying with someone and it's like, I don't know, I feel insecure about my body. <laughs> Julia, there is someone that was just way too skinny. I know who you're talking about. And it was awkward. I 
Oh my god. Yeah, I it's can't. so like, awkward. Because I'm like, my butt Ooh. bigger than his. <laughs> <laughs> like, I think three times the size. <laughs> oh, it's so funny. Um, but yeah, so you know, Matt and Tyler are in like the game room of the hotel <laughs> of the chateau. They're playing pool. T- typical frat boys, like only frat boys play pool. But yeah, so Matt is super excited to have his best friend slash brother slash roommate there. I didn't know that they were roommates in New York. They're probably like fucking so many bitches because they're so- dude. Wait, you haven't <laughs> so heard weird. about this stuff about the roomie with Matt and Tyler the drama there's drama oh my god okay what's the drama someone someone didn't clean the dishes no dude it's like bad I didn't bring it up because like I haven't researched it that much but basically this girl used to be roommates with Matt in New York and um Mm -hmm. Tyler used to stay there a lot and basically like long story short she like Matt would have a lot of like random guys like come and like stay at their apartment like who were his like quote-unquote friends but she is like a woman and she literally was like yeah I would be like coming home like one time I came home and there was like a man like sleeping like in my living room and I didn't know who he was and like she was like scared basically and so she she told Matt she was like hey I don't feel comfortable with this like I don't want random guys like staying in my apartment understandable yeah and he basically said like I don't give a fuck like I don't care what you say like I'm not changing anything that's such a disrespectful roommate yeah and then like she just said he was like super dirty and stuff but she was saying like she was like dirty too I think their like apartment was super dirty but then like um, (laughs) a picture just came out about like Matt and Tyler's like apartment together and like one of them was like sleeping on a beanbag under the bed like under a bunk bed or something I don't know it was so weird men are so weird especially like frat boys like that like I feel like they live with like nothing yeah <laughs> like they, they sleep on a bean bag because they're such fuck boys and they think they're being cool yeah they think Ew. they're being cool they think they're being funny it's but and they- all they do is like work out and they have like a pull-up bar and they do like push-ups yes like above yeah. like their door like in front of their room is where their like pull-up bar is wait that is that's so crazy yeah I wouldn't feel comfortable with that either and that's like I don't know if your roommate tells you like not to do something like kind of listen um, 100% but I mean these up. were like major frat boys and you could tell yeah when they're like playing pool like Tyler is Matt's true soulmate. Like, they are in love with each other. Like, Matt is like, I wish I could have a conversation with Tyler before every day. Every single day. Oh, my gosh. And then Tyler is such a fuckboy, like, laughing. Like, man, do you see yourself going down on one knee? And, like, oh, my God. How, like, traditional are these guys? Yeah. Um, And they definitely, yeah, they're, yeah, so they're just, like, talking about the, you know, Matt talks about how he's about to go on a date with Katie, the vibrator girl, and how she had a a dildo the size of, what did he say, an elf, or an elf? (laughs) (laughs) A cactus-sized vibrator. (laughs) I literally thought about, like, a gnome. Like, you know, and I don't know, like a gnome. Like, I feel like yeah, they can, yeah. that's amazing. I don't know, a gnome size dildo. But yeah, so Tyler talks about how him and Hannah's relationship was slow burning. I mean, I don't remember that. I remember them having mad lust for each other, but okay, Tyler, whatever you say. <laughs> but yeah, okay, also, wait, one thing I do remember about two years ago since 
Tyler and Matt do live in New York. Tyler had like this like run in Central Park where he was inviting all these girls from Instagram to go to. And I was going to be one of those girls, guys. But I backed out last second because I was like, Chloe, you won't even get to talk to him. Like it's just gonna be a waste of time. But yeah, and then he posted on a story like millions of girls that I think like honestly looked like me were like running, <laughs> running behind him trying to fight for him. And I'm just like, I could fangirl, but ugh. That'd be pretty low of me to do that for Tyler's T. Well, I remember, like, before Matt James was part of this franchise. Like, it was, like, right after Tyler Cameron got off of Hannah Brown's season because he was friends with Matt James. And I remember sending our friend Avery, who lives in New York, a picture Mm -hmm. of Matt James. And I was like, you should go and get after this guy. He's so cute. And this was before he was involved in anything. So, like, I always had a crush on Matt James. And I still Oh, my gosh. You were the first one. You were the first one. I was the first girl. He's cute. You called it. He's he's pretty cute. I just wish we got to see more. And he has an amazing body and he's hot. Yeah. Um, I mean, he used to be like my dream guy, like physically. Like honestly, like I thought he was like the most beautiful man ever, but honestly, not anymore. Is he but too fit? He's too fit, but also like he's just so like fuckboy energy to me that I just like am just not interested. You know, I like the sensitive guys. I like a guy yeah. who's super feminine because then it's just like me hanging out with my girlfriends. <laughs> Me too. I want to do face masks and I want to talk about drink wine. Yeah. And like, I want to drink wine. Oh my God. Yeah. yeah. Or and like, I want to go um, shopping. Yeah. Or like a guy who likes reality TV. Like, it's like, that's really hot. That's like, also, rare. and like guys who are like artsy and like good music and good movies. Oh, yeah. Like, let's talk about and like good, sensitive romance movies. Like, I would love to watch a romance movie and him and I crying over it, eating popcorn. No, chocolate ice cream over the notebook. Like, I will fucking cry and I will have, I will, that will be like my dream date. But yeah, do we want to go on to Katie's one on one? Yes. Subject change. Um, but yeah, so Katie's super excited and Katie is the one who has brought back the jump into the arms thing. Yeah. I haven't seen a girl do that, but she does it because I feel like she's like a hardcore participant in bachelor nation like she knows what to do Mm -hmm. she studied um but yeah so she like jumps into his arm she's like super excited um he's excited to have some fun and pull a prank but I I thought it was like really interesting when Matt was like oh I chose Katie because she's an adventurous person like I am and I'm just like are you adventurous Matt yeah he doesn't seem like super adventurous but I do think she is like the perfect person for the date like she's so funny and like poor girl doesn't realize like this date is not her and Matt this date is Matt and Tyler Matt and Tyler they are the true couple of the show I think they're really in love with each other honestly we'll talk more about it later because something happens something happens when you just know yeah so (laughs) you know So they're doing this thing where Katie and Matt are like in the ear of the masseuse and Tyler's getting a massage. Weird. But I was hitting cameras. Yeah. But I was like, imagine if Tyler Cameron acts like a major asshole, like in like the spa because he doesn't know he's being recorded. They would cut it out because they love Tyler too much. Mm -hmm. True, true. So maybe we didn't see it happen, but we see Tyler checking himself out in the mirror. I mean... (laughs) If I, I mean, he does look hot. I could totally hook up with him in front of that mirror because he did look Ugh, really beautiful. But I, just, I hate when guys check themselves out. Um, yeah, I think it's 
a little weird. But yeah, I okay. just don't find him attractive. Like something about his face, like it's not even his body. It's like his face and just like maybe because yeah. he's so southern, I get like triggered. He's so Florida. He's he so Florida. Like, yeah, that's what it is. It's not Florida, southern. Kind of looks like a shark too, but he he's yeah. I would hook up with him. I wouldn't have him be my boyfriend, but I would hook up with him for his body. Um, for sure, for sure. So they start playing pranks on Tyler, you know. Matt's like, twist his nipples. Like, dude, Matt is getting, like, turned on from this. This is, like, the happiest I've ever seen Matt James in this season. Like, his eyes, he's like, oh, like, twist the nipples. Twist. I swear he probably got a recording of the tape so he could <laughs> – We'll get it later while he's going to the bathroom. <laughs> Have some fun. <laughs> but yeah, and then the masseuse goes on a fake phone call with Katie, and it's like, oh my gosh, it's Tyler C from Hannah's, and he's hotter in person. <laughs> I don't know. I thought it's so weird. Tyler like looks up. He's probably dude, but so Tyler happy. likes it. Like he didn't even oh. he didn't even seem upset. Like he was like, oh, like she totally like wants to bone me. But he didn't say anything to her. I feel like if you're humble, I feel like you would say something right just big oh thank you yeah no he likes it no he likes it like he was like smirking and then matt and katie sneak into the room okay this was cringe fucking central matt comes into the room and he's like oh this is my opportunity to touch tyler and he puts that lotion all over his hands and like oh throw up in my fucking mouth his his hands are so like moist and wet and long fingers and tyler's head just pops up he knows it's matt's hands he just knows and like starts (laughs) smiling and that's when you know they've either given themselves a lot of massages or there was a wine night that just went a little crazy (laughs) and they were rooming together (laughs) and they just don't talk about it (laughs) oh my god that's hilarious yeah no because like matt like after like tyler and tyler like um stood up and like introduced himself to katie matt's like staring at tyler's body like can't keep his eyes off of that <laughs> six pack like literally matt's fingers are like i've come to like massage you like look he is in love with tyler like tyler is just what matt dreams to be every single day and that's what we got and also i mean the bromance the love i mean i think they've def at least kissed before to oh, be honest sure. like definitely with Tom you know a little spin the bottle (laughs) all right buddy um but but yeah so then do we want it so yeah uh Tyler and Katie gets to meet Tyler very cool but yeah so then uh we get into the night portion of the date right Mm -hmm. so Katie comes in looking very cool wearing like a jacket right like a leather jacket they sit down they're talking they cheers to get to know each other better and you know before that Katie we get a we get an interview with her and she is totally team Matt she thinks like very very highly of him she's like if he doesn't like someone like he's not going to keep her on he doesn't lead anyone on so it's kind of foreshadowing what's about to happen because the bachelor does it like too much like it's so unpredictable but so we find out that katie was in a three-year relationship and that her long-term relationship she felt like she wasn't who she was truly meant to be like there wasn't playfulness or silliness involved and now she is 
quick to recognize red flags like she wouldn't before. And she wants to be with someone who knows themselves. And I'm sure we feel the same way. Like you can't change anyone. We've learned that lesson. Like that's just not going to happen. And, and we don't want someone changing us. So she wants to be with someone who knows who they are. And I think she's a strong woman and I think she deserves that. Yeah, I thought it was like, oh, it's just so mature of her to be like, you need to be in a relationship with someone who knows who they are. Because yeah, what you just said, you can't change anyone and you just want, you know, to be with someone who will accept you for you and you're going to accept them for them. And like, I just like fell in love with her. I just love her. I, I really like her because it's a it's a breath of fresh air because I feel like there's not a lot of people like her. She's yeah. like out of all these girls, the only girl who has those thoughts. And yeah, and she is who she is like and she said that over and over again. And I just like but she is who she is and she's a good person. You know what yeah, I mean? Exactly. Exactly. Super honest, very incredible. But yeah, so then we cut back to Michelle and Brie at the house and they kind of talk about how Katie is a wild card mm-hmm. and how, you know, she may or may not come back. So yeah, again, foreshadowing what is about to happen. This is when I knew oh, I was like this screaming. Is I was just like, no, because it goes back to the one-on-one and Katie is just like talking a lot. And it's yeah. not her fault, but I'm just like, fuck, she's about to go home. Like, yeah, mm. it's pretty cringe because she's like, you know, the, the state was so worth it and she's so happy. And he just looks at her silently and he knows something is going to happen. And then he starts the sentence saying, you know, you mean so much to me, but. But he reached for oh. the rose, like he picked up the yeah. rose first. Jeez. And then yeah. he was like, well, yeah, well, yeah, telling her about how she doesn't deserve the rose, just kidding. But like, yeah, like, that's what they do. They pick it up, have to break up with them, which is, yeah, like, that's just the bachelor thing. Torture, literal torture. torture. It's really it's fucked, fucked up. up. All these producers are just fucking up with them mentally, like, so how long is this going to take to recover from? that rose reach that rose reach that was savage as fuck and then he put the rose back down on the table I know after he says that you know he can't further along the relationship because he just you know there's other relationships in the house that he thinks are going to end up in marriage and he just doesn't see that with her and he did actually mention in the beginning of the date that he wants to see if there's more of a romantic side and a connection rather than just fun and friends because mm-hmm. I do seem like they are good friends. But yeah, um, poor Katie, queen, is that home? I mean, she's a Capricorn and he's a Sagittarius. It's like, not going to work. No. <laughs> not at all. Like, a Sag wants to be free and flowing and a Capricorn, like... I think, like, it could work for, like, certain very specific people because they're both kind of, like... I could see, like, a Capricorn being, like, the powerhouse, like, running in and Sagittarius just goes along and it's like, this is fun. But for them, no, because she wants what she wants and he still wants to explore. Yeah, he definitely does. And I think she would put a schedule on him and she already always talks about them getting married. And I think that scared him a little bit. Even yeah. though we talked about marriage, but with her, he's like, whoa, 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 whoa. Because you're agree. like an actual woman and you would, that just would be too much for him. Because I don't yeah. think he's ready for a girl like her, to be honest. She's too great. But yeah, so then he talks about how incredible she is, but that his heart is not leading towards her. So she walks out. Um, You know, she talks about how her blood is just strained from her face once she wasn't given the rose. I think she was in shock. I thought the date did go well. 
But I do think Matt gives no fucks and is just cutting out any girl that he doesn't see a future with because he's just tired. He's like, I want to get this process over with and I want to fuck someone. Like, I'm, I'm dying. getting so many blue balls. He's like, <laughs> he's like I'm so horny. Like, sorry, yeah. Katie, but no. I want Rachel. So- I want Brie. I want Piper. I want yeah. Michelle. I don't know how many there are. 100%. And I, I mean, I thought it was like really sad when she was in the car and she was like, you know, I was imagining Matt and I going to a football game with Tyler and his friends and seeing a future like that. And I get that those fantasies are priceless. It's really beautiful to explore what it could be like uh, with a guy in your brain. I mean, either she's going to do really well in paradise. I honestly hope she's the bachelorette. I oh, I, I don't that. know if she will be because she did get sent home pretty early, but like out of everyone, I feel like her only competition is Abigail and Michelle. Yeah, and I do think she is a fan favorite, so I think she will oh, definitely yeah. be in the draw. I would yeah. love to see her as bachelorette. I think she'd do great. She's like Caitlin Bristow in a way. Like she's just very fun. She's so fun. She's smart and she's perfect. Okay, so then RIP our sweet Queen Katie, and then it goes back to Heather. And Heather's like, ready to meet Matt. Okay, two things about Heather. Heather, one, is she like crazy and annoying, or is it the edit that she's getting? She's just super stoked to see him. Like, she seriously cannot wait. She's giving yeah, she's me annoying. like major, um, no, she's giving me major horse girl vibes. Like she's oh a gosh, horse she's girl. She definitely rides a horse on the daily in Temecula. Yes. She's a horse girl in Poway. <laughs> Def- <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, our sweet Heather from Poway, San Diego. Did you see when she was getting ready and they're like showing like a montage of her and she's putting her shoes on and her pinky toe got like stuck in her shoe and her shoes like were not fitting her and they still played the scene does she have big feet I think she would have she might but like poor girl was like stuffing her no I'm just saying she looks like someone who would have big feet I mean maybe (laughs) but like dude I just feel bad that they like put that in the show because like she was stuffing her toes into the shoe like I feel like they're gonna fuck with her like what I think is gonna happen is like she's not gonna get a rose he's gonna be like no you can't come and like I feel like the producers like promised her that she would get a rose or something crazy yeah giving her a weird edit he was super excited to see her I feel like she might stay on for a little bit remember when they did that on Ben season with Becca do you remember when that happened Oh my so, god! I don't know. Yeah. I think Becca Tilly. You know she's from San Diego, and my yeah. mom worked so with someone oh. who was really good friends with her. Did, what did they say about her? I really liked her. They said like on Chris's season that she never liked him, and that um, because remember, but that was like in the show, like it was evident yeah. she never liked Chris Souls. And then Becca was like, I think she also said that Chris Souls was just there for like to get famous. Oh my God, Chris Souls, little country boy, owns a farm. But um, but yeah, so the ladies are all getting ready for the cocktail party, mm-hmm. and Kit and all the other girls are talking about how they're going to get so much time. Obviously, foreshadowing to something that is going to be taken away. Time. So there's mm-hmm. ten girls going into this rose ceremony. We see Heather driving in her minivan. She doesn't have a driver like okay. all the other girls. Yeah. Right? She's driving her own white minivan. 
And, you know, she's driving up. Matt is talking to Brie. They make out and she gets her red lipstick all over his face. Do you remember Mm -hmm. that? But, uh, so yeah, Heather walks in and Piper, Rachel, everyone kind of sees her and she interrupts Piper and Matt. Yeah, I mean, poor Heather, the door, the revolving door was stuck. And she just kind of like waved. Yeah, she like had a hard time opening the door. And I swear oh, producers God. like were fucking with her shit. And then Damn. she kind of just like smiles at the woman. Yeah, and then interrupts Matt and Piper. And he was definitely caught off guard. Like he did not Heather. know. And he We're does so his excited. major, like he has this like dad laugh. Where it's like, (laughs) for so long, it's so deep. And honestly, I felt bad for Piper because that's awkward. Like, because he was laughing for a long time and was like, Heather, and then like hid behind Piper. And like, I felt like I've been a Piper before. And that's like awkward. I felt how Piper felt. It was, it was very, he was laughing for way too long. And but like I hiding behind her, her too, like yeah, it was really weird. It was so weird. But yeah, so then Heather and Matt begin to talk. Of course, we it's a to, to be continued because The Bachelor never gives us everything. But Piper walks in and she's like, "What the fuck?" And yeah. girls are just gonna go wild, and there's just gonna be so much drama. I thought it was funny how like none of the girls knew who Heather was. Like they're like, "Who I- is she?" I know. And then I think there's just one person that probably recognized her. And yeah, yeah, I can get back to you on this, but I kind of remember, wait, who, who were the girls that didn't remember her? So that means that they don't really watch The Bachelor. I feel like, honestly, if I was in that situation, like, no offense to Heather, but like, she didn't have that big of a role in Colton's season. So if I saw her like right away, I might not be like, oh, she's like been a past contestant. You know what I mean? I know her. She was the one who never kissed a guy before she went on the show. Okay. Yeah, but that made no sense because she was literally in like a two-year relationship. (laughs) (laughs) I know. That's like so weird. Then she chose to have her first kiss with Freakasoid Colton. (laughs) Freakasoid. He's a freak. freak. the freakiest of the freaks of the freaks uh well you know what's going on with him and cassie like you know how he like fucking stalked her and like put um a tracking device on her car he's such a freak i don't like him at all but (laughs) dude but he all his shoulder movements are so like gross to me i'm sorry i do not like he's like oh not cute to me i don't know his season was great him not so much yeah he's like I don't know he's super interesting but yeah the episode ends when it was just getting good I know and we wanted to get to it but Julia should we play just one quick little game of fuck Mary kill yeah before we end our episode so Julia who are your fuck Mary kills just go for it first people that pop in your head okay so my fuck is totally going to be honestly Maggie R.A.P. the queen Maggie like she's so beautiful and like she deserves the attention my Mary is gonna be to who am I flowing with probably our sweet Abigail because I just feel bad I feel bad for her um for everything that she's been going through and who I'm going to kill I'm so sorry like maybe Kit (laughs) 
I know that's like random, but I just want to kill her. That is like perfect. I believe that I would fuck Chelsea in the yellow dress. Yes. I would marry Jasenia because she stood Mm. up to to MJ. And then I think I would kill Serena C because she's really fucking annoying. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think that's good. That's a good fuck, marry, kill. I love it. Um. Well, thank you so much for listening, everyone. I am about to pass out because I had like a full bottle of red wine. I am exhausted. Julia, how do you feel from having your June shine? <laughs> Honestly, this kombucha gives me a lot of energy. So I'm ready to edit the shit out of this thing. And got it, I'm ready to go. <laughs> but thank you all for tuning in. Thanks for liking our pictures. Um, yes. So nice of you guys. We've been getting... A lot more than before so thank you <laughs> we have like eight likes maybe but we are getting zero there's no like we got like 15 and 15. it's awesome please oh we're please. the happiest girls in the world yes please please um rate our podcast five stars I always get annoyed like hearing people say that but it actually means a lot um a lot thank you guys. and thanks for tuning in we love you all we love you party drink that red wine party bye bye nasty girl scandal